Call back up. <coughs> so this is the uh, the Dharma talk that Long Po gave this morning in the the eating hall. <coughs> so associating with wise people is one of the highest blessings in our life, and. Um, so the three refuges that we we took before, um, this is a way of associating with the wise. So when we chant, Bhutang Saranangachami, Dhammang Saranangachami, Sankang Saranangachami, and we do this three times. And this is a way of establishing um, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha as a support for our life, as something we can depend on, and as um, the wise things in our life that we associate with. <clears throat> so initially, in the Buddha's dispensation, when he was going to ordain monks, um, he started off by just saying, uh, Ehi and um, telling the monks to, to follow the holy life. And then after that, uh, it was the taking the three refuges that was the ordination uh, for the monks. So just that, just uh, what we chanted before was enough for someone to be able to ordain as a Buddhist monk. And this shows that the monks of that time who were ordaining were of a very high caliber. They were able to, to see into the Dharma, to, to free themselves from suffering, and not long that they would become arahants. So this taking of the three refuges is a way of establishing ourselves in the Buddha-sasana, in the religion. So just this, just Buddhang Saranangachami, Dhammang Saranangachami, Sangang Saranangachami. It was enough back then to, for someone to be, become a bhikkhu, to become a Buddhist monk. And so for us, we take this, the triple gem, these three refuges is the, the highest things in our life, um, the things that we can really depend on. We have a faith in our heart, um, and we have the, the faith towards these things that, that are stable. The, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, they, they're all pure. You know, the, the Buddha had a pure heart, the, the Dharma is pure, and the Sangha were those of pure hearts as well. And so we, we do this with our body and our speech. We take up the Buddha Dharma Sangha as our refuge. And then also we try and firmly establish our hearts in this as well. And so we take the Buddha as our, the highest refuge in our life. And um, this is a way of bringing our hearts about to peace. And this, this peace in our hearts is something that's very important. And so we need to associate with the wise people outside. And so like the Buddha was um, a wise person that, that while he was alive, people associated with, or the teachers these days, the Guru Bhajans, um, they're the, the, the people that we can depend on, the wise people outside that we can depend on. And so when we depend on the Buddha, then we'll be able to see into the Dharma and seeing into the Dharma is, is as if seeing the Buddha himself. It's seeing into our own nature of awakening. So even though the Buddha 
physical body um, uh, dispersed and his mind went into parinibbana, but the Dharma is still here. And so if we give a comparison, it's like the different uh, subjects, the different knowledges that we can learn at a school or university. So say like being a teacher, for example, that someone um, can go to, to teacher's college and study to become a teacher. And then when they do that, then they'll become a teacher. And so that knowledge is what enables people to, to be able to become teachers. So if we study that, then we'll be able to get there. And so just the same, if we, if we study this path and we um, learn to see into the Dhamma, then we'll be able to understand these things for ourselves. We'll be able to see that the Buddha was really enlightened, that the Dharma will be able to take us to enlightenment, and the Sangha had awakened to the Dharma as well. We'll witness these things within our own hearts, because we'll see the Dharma for ourselves. And so, for example, if um, you all had to travel here to get to Wat Mapjan, and if this was the first time that you'd ever come to Wat Mapjan, then you'll be able to see what it's like when you get here. And so when you travel somewhere, then uh, when, you, when you arrive, you'll be able to see what it's really like. So when we arrive at the Dharma, we'll be able to see what things are really like. We'll be able to see into the nature which is already there all the time. And so this is the end of the year, 2018. And we can see just with this that the, this time is of the nature to arise and cease. This year is already um, just about to, to cease, to finish. The things arise due to causes and they, they cease due to causes as well. If we can understand this clearly, then just this is enough for us to be able to see the Dhamma. For our hearts to be able to reach the um, inner awakening. For us to be able to meet with the wise people within our own hearts. So we need to uh, try and not associate with fools externally, but to associate with wise people outside. And then internally as well, we need to try to associate with uh, the wise qualities in our hearts, with the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha inside of us. And so like when we chant Itipiso, uh, and we do this 108 times, this is us recollecting the qualities and the goodness of the Buddha, the goodness of the Dharma, the goodness of the Sangha. And we can, you know, we, we can just do this nine times if, if we want. And just that should be enough for our hearts to become still, for them to come, become peaceful and firm, to bring them into samadhi. If we just chant along and we're just focusing on the sound, but there's no real flavor to it for us, we don't really get a feeling from it, then we can contemplate into the qualities of the Buddha, the qualities of the Dhamma, the qualities of the Sangha. So recollecting the Buddha, we recollect that his heart was completely pure. He was completely free from defilements. That he had great compassion and incredible wisdom. And when we do this, then there should be a sense of, of joy arising within our hearts. And this joy allows our hearts to settle down, to become firm and to, to, to collect into samadhi.
So this is a way of us um, using wisdom, using our faculty of recollection, of contemplation, to bring our minds into samadhi, into concentration. And so when we chant many, many times, then this allows our minds to, to become concentrated. If we're chanting 108 times and it's only towards the end that we start getting a sense of happiness, a sense of joy, a sense of, of merit arising in us, then, then maybe we need to put a little bit more effort into, into the chanting. So all of you have come here, and some people have come from quite far away to, to meet the end of the year at uh, Wat Mapchan. And this is um, very good. This is a very wholesome, meritorious activity that we're all engaged in. This is a way of us um, finishing off the year uh, with, with goodness, with merit. And so like many, many people this morning um, came to offer food to the monks, to put food into the monks' bowls. He came to, to um, determine the five precepts and to develop all different kinds of goodness. We have sitting meditation. We're helping out with the different chores and activities, listening to the Dhamma. We help with with any work that needs to go on, with preparing the food, sorting out the food, any of the work that needs to get done in the monastery, cleaning up in the kitchen, for example. And this is all meritorious things. So if we're people who have intelligence, then merit is actually something that's quite easy to, to get, quite easy to develop. Because if we know how to find merit, then we'll be able to develop a lot of it. And this merit is something that, little by little, will allow our minds to become clean, to become clear. But really, our minds are something clean already. They're already pure. But it's just that the, the, the sadness and the difficulties in our hearts, they, they arise because of the defilements which come in and cover over the heart. But they only come in later. Originally our hearts are pure, but the, the defilements come in later. And so this is how we get ourselves into problems, because our minds sink into the defilements. And if they do this often, if they just get covered over with the defilements often, then we won't be able to see the pureness in our hearts, the cleanness of our hearts. So how do we do this? How do we get our hearts clear? Well, we have to know what's arising within them, to have enough mindfulness, to have enough wisdom to be able to keep track of all the, the emotions and the, the objects that arise within our minds. If our mindfulness and wisdom is weak, then our hearts will they'll just get dirty. And so this practice is it's really a fight between the kilesas, between the defilements and the path, maga. But for myself, I'm confident that all of you here, you have minds that are firmly established in the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. And that uh, you're all firmly established on this path. That all of us here, that we're Buddhists and we've sacrificed a lot for our practice of the Buddha Dhamma. For example, you know, just, just in the world, the things that we do every day. So like um, a husband who looks after his wife and his children, who takes good care of them. Or someone who looks after their parents well, 
You know, this, this is developing the path and this is one of the highest blessings in our life. And so when we come to, to chant, like we have been doing, then, then we, we develop a knowing with that chanting. We know what we're chanting and we contemplate what we're chanting as well. And as we contemplate into the chant, then we'll be able to see the Dhamma from that chanting, from that activity. Our hearts will enter into the Dhamma. So this is the way that chanting can lead us into contemplation, which in turn can lead us to a full understanding. And this is another of the, of the many different highest blessings that the Buddha talked about. So with it being the end of the year now, I'm sure that all of you have done many good things throughout this year. We've all um, given a lot of things. We've all offered things, sacrificed things. We've all um, taken the, the precepts and listened to the Dhamma. And we've done this a lot. And this is a way of developing our minds, of raising them up to a higher level. And all of the, the, the enormous amount of goodness and of merit that, that we've created uh, throughout this year. And also with all the, the endurance that we've had to, to develop as well, with all the difficult things in our lives, you know, with the work that we have to engage in. And, and often that can be very difficult for us to do. So we've had to develop this patient endurance with our work as well. And so I give my anumodana for all of the, the merit, all of the goodness that you've created. And I rejoice in all of that. And so I ask for the, the Bharami of all of the Buddhas and the Dhamma and all of the, the members of the Sangha um, to help you uh, with this, this next year, to help you develop more goodness, to help you with all your work, which is something very important. It's the, the foundation and the, the lifeblood for your lives. I ask for the Bharami of all of the Bodhisattvas to help you as well. And also for the practice, um, the, the barami from the practice that all of the, the members of this uh, monastic community have, have engaged in. May all of you be healthy in both body and mind. May you have hearts that are firm in goodness, that are firm in the Buddha, firm in the Dharma, and firm in the Sangha. May you find your refuge in the Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. And may this lead you into to the inner Buddha, to an inner awakening. Through all of the, the metta and the different Brahmaviharas that we develop throughout this next year. And even if you don't go to India, you can see that, that um, really the, the Buddha did awaken. He was enlightened for sure. And so you can see that the, um, the, the incredible metta that the Buddha had for all of us and the incredible wisdom that he had because if there wasn't a Buddha, then we'd all be blind. We've had, we would have eyes that are blind and we'd have hearts that are blind as well. So may all of you reach the Buddha inside yourselves. And for this next year, may your work develop and succeed. May you meet with success in all the different things in your life. May any sicknesses or illnesses that you have reduce and, and go away. And may you have strong bodies. And may you all be able to take care of your families. And may you all be well. Anyone? <laughs>